You have tuned in to Authors Up here on ALH Broadcasting, an affiliate of the Streaming Inspirational Broadcast Network. Your hosts are authors Ruth Griffin, Andrea L. Hines, and yours truly, Victoria Henderson Poole. We love what we do, and we know it is every author's desire to get their work to a greater audience. Authors Up is a forum for authors by authors those who are already published, and those who want to be, along with other writers and playwrights. Here, we provide an opportunity for their work to be showcased as we share our own, gain tips and tools, information and insight to not only enhance the writing process, but be able to just enjoy the journey. Those who are willing to put pen to paper will usually have a story they are willing to tell and they are invited to tell it right here. And if you are not a writer yet, no worries. We want you to be a part of our listening audience. So take notes if you like, send in your questions, or just feel free to comment on the candid conversation because it's time for Authors Up. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Authors Up. We are here every Sunday evening at 7 p.m., and I tell you what, it wouldn't be the same without you. We're so glad that you decided to join us this evening. We have an exciting program planned for you, and I tell you what, we're going to get right into it because our guest has something. I, I'm, it's a great book. It is a wonderful book, and we want to give her yes. ample time to tell us all about it. Um, so let's. Uh, we're going to get started like we usually do. Uh, you have tuned in, of course, to a, uh, Authors Up, which is on ALH Broadcasting, an affiliate of the Streaming Inspirational Broadcast Network. And we're going to start like we usually do. You know we like to come on and kind of give you a, a, our little weekend review as we welcome you to the broadcast. So like I said, we are glad that you are here. And I am here with uh, my co-host, Ruth Griffin. You want to say hey to everybody, Ruth? Hey, everybody. We're glad you're here. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. <laughs> and you, Victoria, you want to welcome the folks? Yes, welcome, everyone, and welcome, Bronze Girls. Glad to be here another week. <laughs> That's right. Well, let's see. My weekend review, um, I didn't have a lot of great and wonderful things going on. Just got a lot of writing projects that I have and making some progress on a lot of those. Uh, got some new formatting and changes going on with ALH Broadcasting. So you can look for some different things there coming up very, very soon. But it was pretty much a, a good, uh, it was a good week. It's always a good week. And I am going to have to get back on my um, health journey. I don't know why the health journey is 
so difficult. I won't say difficult. <laughs> it is challenging for me, though. It really, really is. But I'm trying to do better, and uh, I'm staying on my water, Victoria. Got my steps Good. up, Ruth. Um, but still awesome. don't feel like I'm doing as well as I could do. So I'm going to kind of reset a little bit, refocus a little okay. bit, and see what I can do uh, on my health journey. And Mindset uh, reset. Remember that? Mindset that's reset. That's right. Mindset reset. Mm-hmm. Hey, mm-hmm. I said it. I should be doing it, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> when you talk about things, you ought to be the first one to take the instructions. So that's exactly where I am right now. Um, okay. But all in all, like I said, I, I had a good week, and, and I'm just glad good. that we are here tonight. Um, we have a, a, a guest with us who has some just a great information. I can't wait to, for you guys to meet her and have our listeners hear what she has to say. But for right now, I'm going to ask Miss Ruth, Miss Ruth, what was happening in your world for the last week? Well, for the last week, I was home alone, which, mm. you know, when what? you're 47, I know, right? So my husband, <laughs> um, he he gets like, Buku vacation. So he actually took the week off. He went to visit his mother in Florida, my daughter as well. And, you know, I, I got a new job. So I'm home alone, which is no big deal. And, you know, it, you, until you realize that you're still acting like that six-year-old when you were, <laughs> and you're still scared of the dark. And I'm like, you know what? I'm 46. I should not be scared of the dark. But I leave the kitchen light on. I leave the little bathroom light on. The TV stays Aww. on, and that's the weird part because I can't sleep with the TV on. So the TV is on, but the sound is off. So it's like okay, I, I want should probably work on that. <laughs> yeah, that must be it. So hey, I mean, other than that, it's been uh, it's been a good week in the daylight. So you know, I've <laughs> I've actually been doing dishes. I've been letting it clutter up, but it's just it's it, it's just interesting to see how you, you know you still react. As an so you adult, miss your husband. You know, That's what it is. You miss your husband. That's all. It's okay. It's sure. okay to say that. Yeah. No. <laughs> I do. I do. And I will admit that. But I also admit okay. I'm scared of the dark. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to pray for you. We're going to pray for you. Thank you. Don't call. I was going to say call me, but don't call me after 11. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So that's no help, right? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't get dark out here till like nine o'clock. So like, right, <laughs> yeah. And I live out in the country too, and that's the weird part. I can be in the city and be all right, and maybe it's all the noise and the lights. But out in the country, it gets dark. So Aww. yeah, we're gonna we're gonna pray yeah, for you, babe. That, okay, thank you. <laughs> Well, how about you, Victoria? How was your week? Well, my week has been good, recuperating from the wedding. Um, Congratulations Mm -hmm. again to my sister and her new husband, the new Samuel Livingstone. So, um, like I said, I'm recuperating from that, and I'm still tired, but um, it's it's done, and they are on the honeymoon, got them sent off. But I was also, um, I forgot to mention last week that I did submit my manuscript for my journal, which is the accompaniment to my book, um, when I need a word, God oh, right. And so that was such an accomplishment. I just overlooked that with everything going on with the wedding. But <laughs> I, I 
submitted it well ahead of the deadline. It is with my publisher, Ruth, Ruth, Ruth. And um, yes. I'm, just, I'm just glad it is out of my hands. It, it is released, and I'm just looking forward to um, continuing to work on it and um, getting it out into the world because it, it, it's, it's a labor of love, and I'm looking forward to it. Do you have a, a date in mind, uh, Victoria? No, I have to meet with my publisher and um, get <laughs> those details from my publisher, Ruth. <laughs> So no, I don't have those details. We will but it, it is. And get back with you. <laughs> okay, yeah, but you it, so is it is released. It is released. Yes. All right. Well, that is enough on me. Um, tonight we have a very special guest with us tonight, and her name is Sandra Duvold. She is an award-winning motivational speaker, author, and multi-talented performing artist. Let me continue with talking about her a little bit. She uses her powerful voice as a personal development coach to teach life-changing principles that inspire confidence and build self-esteem in diverse audiences of adults and teens. Sandra's personal story and accomplishments have garnered national media attention and have given her an honored place in history as the former Mrs. Black Carolina and the first bald beauty queen of the state. Now, Sandra is not your typical speaker. She is a bona fide superstar in the making and creatively uses her voice through words and song to ignite a fire in others that compels them to let their light shine from the inside out. Sandra is on a global mission to reach people all over the world as the host and producer of her new podcast, The Urban Party, where she leads liberating conversations with amazing guests to encourage adults to get out of the rat race, live their passion, and uncover their purpose. Sandra is with us tonight to talk about her book, My Crown and Glory, It's Not About the Hair. Six Fundamental Principles to Healing Emotional Wounds and Build Healthy Self-Esteem. Now you know what to do. You got to send up some hearts for our guests as we welcome her and turn things over to Ruth to get our interview started. So welcome to you, Sandra. Welcome, welcome. (laughs) Three circles. (laughs) Thank you so much, ladies. I appreciate it. Peace and blessings to all of you, and thank you for having me on this show. Thank you for being here. Absolutely. We thank you for joining us. Um, Now, you had a uh, short clip on Spectrum News a few weeks ago. My husband actually works for Spectrum. And while he didn't mm-hmm. shoot your story, he saw it before it aired, and he recommended that I watch it and contact you to be on our show. And I am oh, so wonderful. glad that he did. I read your book, listened to your podcast, and I am truly just amazed at what you've accomplished. And I just want to say thank you and welcome on our show. Oh, yeah. So. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you to your husband. Good looking out. <laughs> I appreciate that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, you, yeah. you have done so much, and we certainly want to uh, 
cover all that, um, but we do want to talk about your book as well, My Crown and My Glory. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? So the book, My Crown and, My, My Crown and Glory, It's Not About the Hair, um, was written because I really wanted to be able to help others cross the bridge, if you will, um, as I had from having low self-esteem for whatever the circumstances may be for them to getting to a place of really loving yourself, really accepting ourselves, and really kind of going through these different steps to realize that it's really not an outward journey. It's an inward journey. It's how we feel about ourselves. It's really about healing our thoughts and our minds and anything, any belief systems that allows us to believe that we're less than enough, less than worthy, and really, um, you know, just doing that inner work. And I really wanted to share, you know, pieces of my life, you know, ex- experiences that I had been through, and really illustrate that, the principles of that, uh, of, of how to do it in terms of, you know, looking at pieces of my life to really il- illustrate that. So I just wanted to share and just be able to help other people because I know that self-esteem is something that we all struggle with on some level or another, man or woman, no matter what your circumstances are, it's something that we have to be intentional about continuing to build ourselves up throughout our life. And that is absolutely correct. I'll tell you, you know, even now at 47, I'm still discovering areas where my self-esteem could use improvement or boost or just, you know, even in some places, just, you know, complete remake. Um, And it's not just, you know, I've come to understand it's not just one thing. It's just certain areas of how you see yourself um, completely. But, you know, I have to say, yeah, I have to say for the book, you are a great storyteller. It just, I mean, it's like having a conversation with a girlfriend and, (laughs) <laughs> you know, I, I love that you intermingled, you know, not just the principles, but the big girl stories or the big girl yeah. lessons as you uh, put them. Um, right. so as you were writing it, was it difficult to revisit those places or was that part of your healing? Oh, gosh, it was very much so. Um, you know, writing a book was nothing that I ever aspired to do. I always enjoyed reading books, especially self-help books mm-hmm. and stuff like that, um, but I never – saw myself as an author, but as a motivational speaker, it was just one of the natural order of things to say, you know, you need a book to be able to encompass your message as you're going out speaking to people to leave a piece of yourself with them. So it was really a challenge for me to say, wow, can I do this? (laughs) You know, how how does this work? How do you write a book? I never even thought about, you know, um, but it was something that was definitely, I would say, spirit-led for me because I was like, God, unless you tell me what it is that I'm supposed to say, I don't know what to say. So it was really a spiritual journey. And like you said, it was healing. It was painful. I definitely had to pray over some of the experiences that I did share to say, you know, do I want to be that transparent? Do I really want to share all of that? Um, that's putting a lot of myself out there, but it was about who I knew it would impact, and it was worth it. And so, yeah, there were some chapters I definitely had to cry through it. I had to really mm. surrender, you know, to say, okay, God, there's still some work that needs to be healed here, but it was very cathartic. And at the end of the day, mm-hmm. um, I was just super proud that I pushed through it that I got it done. But the most rewarding part 
is the impact that I see that it has with other people and how it resonated. You know, it's like it just makes it all so worth it. Every tear, every moment of it is like, oh, it landed where it was supposed to land. It's helping yeah. in the way that I hoped that it would. So it's so worth it, so worth it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. Now, your book is also a workbook. Is that how you envisioned it, or is this how it developed? Yeah, you know what? The, the thing for me, um, I think, like I said, I love reading self-help books. I'm a big fan of Ian LaVanzant and Lisa Nichols, you know, so many people that are in the business of helping others and empowering others. But at the end of the day, we get stuck with, you could just read a story, read the words, but where, where does mm-hmm. the change happen? At what point do you really, you know, take the pages off of, you know, out of the book and apply it to your life? And I wanted this book to be an opportunity to shake up people's emotions, whether it's laughing, whether it's relating to some childhood stuff that I've been through, like, oh, my God, me too. But I really wanted others to start to think about where do you find yourself in this experience? What's your story? You know, and give them an opportunity to reflect and just pause and ask themselves the hard questions. And I think, you know, not everybody likes to do that. That's the uncomfortable stuff. It's easy to read a book, listen to some flowery words, feel motivated, get excited, put the book down, and nothing changes. But when somebody mm-hmm. says, let me ask you a question, then you're like, oh, wait a minute, now, wait a minute now. <laughs> we wasn't talking about True. me, we were talking about you. It's like, well, I'm here to talk about you. Because by the time you get to the end of the book, I want there to be some level of transformation and awareness for the reader. That's the goal. That's the only goal. That's incredible. That is incredible. Yeah. And I think you have, you, you have done that with the book. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, I'm going to turn you over to Andrea, and she'll have some questions for you. Okay. Well, uh, um, Sandra, I tell you what, I love the way the book is written, especially because of that workbook style uh, Mm -hmm. that you have there. And and when I was looking at it and reading through some of the questions that you posed, I did find myself sitting and going, "Uh uh-oh, wait a minute now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's all in my business. Put that one in on me. And and it is so interesting because there are things that we think we've gotten over and that we think we have a handle on and think we've gotten past. And and the reality of it is we're not there yet. We're not there yet. And this was a great way to kind of reposition uh, Mm -hmm. my thinking on some things and, um, you know, just just getting getting a little deeper, going a little deeper. Um, little now, deeper. you have you talk about the six principles, and I don't mm-hmm. know whether you can answer this or not, but okay. while all of them are, I, I think, very, very important, all of them are really essential, if you will, to, to the healing process and building healthy, healthy self-esteem, is there mm-hmm. one in particular that you feel is maybe just a millimeter above the rest of them in importance, which do you think is the most important one? Mm. You know, I can't say in terms of what's more important because here's the thing. 
uh, it's like everybody's in a different place in their development, right? So mm-hmm. for me, or, you know, for me, maybe I need to really work on gratitude. Like if we had a kind of like a graph, but we were looking at a graph mm-hmm. and it's, you know, we could kind of look at each principle and give a meter for each person. You know, I'm at 25% in this category, me 50% here. You know, it's like mm-hmm. everybody's in a mm-hmm. different place. So I think that it will resonate for you that pain point of the area for that person that they really need to focus in on. They're all mm-hmm. equally important. So maybe you need to have more gratitude and it, that's the area that you need to really delve into and start to build yourself up in that way. Um, I will say what my favorite, I think the overarching message with all of it for me would be owning your power, right? So Mm -hmm. if that's Mm -hmm. the one thing that I want people to walk away with is the realization that we create our lives and that we have the power to change our lives in an instant because we can change our perspective on a matter. So just Mm -hmm. like you were talking about, you know, the challenges you're having with, you know, the health thing and all of that kind of stuff, and and I, I, listen, I was raising my hand, amen to that. I'm with you. It's difficult, right, (laughs) to stay the course because I'm addicted to sugar and I'm an emotional eater and food loves me Mm -hmm. and I love food. And so it's, I have to, but, but. So we already know, right, what we should be doing. However, we have these emotional ties or whatever the case may be. We have these defaults of these habits, all of that kind of stuff. But what we know for sure is that if at any given moment we really woke up tomorrow morning and we put our foot on the ground and we decided, we decided in a place inside of us that was non-negotiable, today is the day. I am not going back. I will do this. I will drink water. I will exercise. I will do everything I mm-hmm. know that I need to do, and I'm not turning back. Just like anybody who's decided I'm not doing drugs anymore. Today mm-hmm. I decided that story is over. And we're that powerful that when we really align our minds with our will, we can do anything. And that is, and that, and that is even deciding that in spite of Whatever our challenges may have been, whatever we look like on the outside, we make a decision. I love myself today, no matter Mm -hmm. what. And it's Mm -hmm. that same, it's just in that instant. That's the miracle. That is the miracle. We are are walking miracle. Whenever we're ready, whenever we're ready, our lives can change. Just that fast. Just that fast. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, we're we're definitely on the same page because I had in my notes, ask Sandra to talk about owning your own power. (laughs) (laughs) And there you have it. (laughs) I mean, I just, I love it because it applies to everybody, and it applies to every situation. But that's like right. the real awakening as we develop as, as, as women. We come into our own power like, I don't have to have be in an unhealthy relationship. I have the power mm-hmm. to decide I don't want to be here anymore. You know, I can, I can create the kind of loving environment and relationship that I really want. Like, whatever it is, if you don't want that job, you can, we can decide that day, you know what, I'm going to start mm-hmm. applying for something else and create 
a different experience. It's, it's really deep, and we have to keep reminding ourselves of the power that we possess. And sometimes we just totally forget. We totally forget. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that is so yeah. true. That is so true. <laughs> now, yeah. I want to ask you about something else, too, because uh, there was a place in the book uh, where, where you said, if I could find the strength to run out of Satan's claws, Mm-hmm. then surely I could get back on track and create a life worth living. Come and you now. started by asking yourself, how did I get here? Mm-hmm. How difficult was it for you to answer that question for yourself and make the decision like you're talking about now, making that decision to move mm-hmm. from victim to victor? Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, unfortunately sometimes for all of us, we have to hit rock bottom, right? It's like mm-hmm. where there's nowhere else to go but up. We c- it can't get no worse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the moment. Amen. <laughs> you know, we've got to do something different, or or we can di- we can die with inside of ourselves. The part of we can kill that part of ourselves that knows that there's more, that, that yearns for more, and, and, and kind of resolve to just say, oh, well, I guess this is just me. And you've, we've seen so many people in their lives who have, they've given up on themselves. So it's like if there's mm-hmm. any fight in you, that the big part of you, the conscious part of you, that's fighting to be the best version of you, it's like you have to war against that. And I think everybody kind of, has to get to that up against the wall, that part in their lives where you have to make an absolute decision. And so for me, you know, I was a teenager at that time, and I was talking about that experience of leaving a a physically abusive and mentally and emotionally abusive relationship, right? And it was Mm -hmm. just like, I don't want this to be my story because we know how this ends. Either I'm going to kill him or he's going to kill me because mm-hmm. there's something about to happen. Like, this mm-hmm. is too volatile. This cannot mm-hmm. end well. So either you have to decide, am I going to live or am I going to die? And if I'm not, if I decided I'm not going to die, if I didn't let you kill me today, I decided I'm going to live. And what do I want that to look like? I don't. This is not working. So I have to make mm-hmm. some other decisions and, and be willing to tell the absolute truth. How did I get here? What And not, not victim stuff, not, oh, well, he did this and, and she mm-hmm. did uh uh-uh. No, 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 no. What, what decisions have you made and what made you make those choices and how could you make better choices tomorrow? It's like owning your own, your own stuff. And that nobody likes to do that because it's so easy to play the victim on a point fingers and say, well, I didn't get this and my mama didn't and nobody told me and we could, I don't, we could play on. it all day long. But at the end of the day, <laughs> growing up means regardless. There's a lot of people that didn't get everything that they deserved or needed or what have you, and yet they still succeeded. So what's your problem? You have yeah. to own your stuff, good or bad. And when you can, like, take it on and say, you know what, that's my bad. I did that. That was my poor choice. And you know what? All I can do is forgive myself, you know, offer myself some grace and make a decision to make a better choice the next time. That's it and that's all. But not everybody Mm -hmm. really wants to tell the truth about their part in the story. And so, but that's the secret sauce. That's the secret sauce. And so (laughs) that's that's Mm -hmm. how you get from victim to victor is that you have to tell the truth about you. 
and then change. Be willing to change. Tell the truth about you. Be willing Mm. to change and offer yourself some grace. Yes, that part. That part, the grace. I love it, I love it. That's my triple play. That'll get me through. (laughs) (laughs) I think the the grace is the most important part, right? So that grace is where self-esteem comes in because then it's Mm -hmm. like give yourself permission to be human. It's okay. Yes, you messed up. Yes, you didn't make good choices, but you did the best you could at the time with what you knew. So give yourself an opportunity to grow and say, that's where I was then. Here's where I am now. Give yourself some grace. And I think the more we can do that for ourselves, the the greater. That's another principle, I would say, for how do you build healthy self-esteem? Through grace. Through grace. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm I'm going to I don't I could talk to you for the next forty five minutes. Oh, keep going, keep going, keep going. Wanna let her say something. <laughs> well, I'm fine with being silent. <laughs> but Oh my goodness. I just, I, I just wanna say I love the book. I I really do. And I'm just gonna say it at the top. This is something I usually say at the end, but I'm gonna say it right mm-hmm. now. Listeners, okay. get the book. Get the book. Yeah. Get the book. You <laughs> will not be disappointed. I'm going to tell you, honestly, you had me in right away at the intro. I, I mean, okay. just at the intro. The way you tell your story and the way you set up the book, I mean, and, and the more I read, it's like parts of your story is my story. Oh, and it, it's parts that uh, a lot – it's not it, – Parts of my story is parts that not a lot of people know about. Mm-hmm. And so immediately okay. I, I, I was in. I was just enthralled, and I kept turning the pages. Like, okay, okay. But it's just, <laughs> um, it's, just it's, it's very introspective, uh, and you got to do the work. I love everybody that you love. <laughs> and so I said, wow, I could have wrote this book. I guess, you know, I'm, I'm a Yanla Van Zandt guru. And um, yeah. I just I tell you, but one of my the, one of my the things that I really loved was um, when you talked the pep talk just immediately got me in when you said yeah. that you know tran- about transformation and not having an app for that. Can you talk a little mm. bit about that? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. And I actually got that quote from um, Lisa Nichols. She talks about yes. you know uh, personal transformation is not a Google download, right? So it's that whole okay. it goes back. It goes back to the grace that it takes time, right? We can't mm-hmm. – it's not an overnight transition like tomorrow and you, I'm going to wake up and be a size six again. It's not going to happen tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But it's the everyday drinking water. It's the everyday going yeah. for the half an hour walk or, you know, it's the, it's the habits that you create that creates change over time. And mm-hmm. so it's, it's like getting out, getting a realistic expectation of what this is supposed to look like. So you won't be disappointed and you won't set yourself up for failure. It's not that fast. It took us a while to get here. It's going to take us a little right. time to develop some different habits and to arrest that stinking thinking, that default. Our default mm-hmm. settings are jacked up. We have to change okay. our default, right? And we have to hack our own brain in different ways by doing things like affirmations and we have to be intentional. Like it's a whole strategy 
when you need to overhaul your mindset and really begin to believe differently so that you can feel differently so that you can move in the world differently. And it just takes mm-hmm. time. Amen. It really does. Yeah. Well, we, I'm, I, you know, as much as I like to talk about the victorious parts of stories, and, and our listeners know that, can you tell mm-hmm. us about, because you, you just didn't get here overnight. You, had, you definitely <laughs> no. have a story to tell. And so could you tell yeah. our listeners a little bit about how losing your hair affected you and, and a little bit about how you got to hear from that without telling the whole book? Because we want your, our listeners to get the book. We just want to tease them a little bit. Yeah. So the basis of the story, my story, is that I, at the age of 25, I developed the autoimmune condition, alopecia areata, which is why I'm bald. Mm-hmm. And I talk mm-hmm. about having, you know, like any woman, right, going bald, you're 25 years old. You know, I, I, love, I used to love my hair. I used to rock a real cute hairstyle like Anita Baker. You couldn't tell me nothing. Oh, okay? yes, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> you. You know, it's one of my favorites. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I used to think I could sing uh-huh. like her. I did my little rock like her. You couldn't tell me nothing. Um, but <laughs> Um, and so to, to to start losing your hair and within three years developing the rarest form of this condition, which is called mm-hmm. alopecia universalis, where you lose all of the hair all over your body mm-hmm. and ultimately you look, wow. like a, you look like a patient who's going through chemotherapy, right? So we all mm-hmm. can identify with what that looks like when you're this hairless human and it's just like, okay, what in the world is this? Right. Um, especially when this is uh, no cure, like this is my permanent look for the rest of my entire life and my life just uh-huh. got started. Like what are you talking about? I mean, devastating. Right devastating. Um, And so, Mm -hmm. you know, the whole book is about this journey, of course, immediately feeling depressed and having low self-esteem and wearing a wig Mm -hmm. and going through all of this hiding, but then having, being forced to go on this inner journey of overcoming, because this is not a situation that I can control, there is no cure, I have to learn how to live in this new experience and accept and mature that there are things in life that you cannot change. All you can do is decide to change yourself and the way you go through it. And mm-hmm. after you get sick and tired of being, being sick and tired, at some point you've got to decide, I'm not going to just go out like this. I've got to fight back somehow. I've got to figure this thing out. And nobody right. can do that for you. Nobody can give mm-hmm. you self-esteem. You have to, like, really believe that thing from inside, for real, for real. So it Mm -hmm. took me on a journey of really saying, okay, how do I build self-esteem? But then the question became, why don't I feel beautiful? And it was beyond anything that was going on externally. The the Mm -hmm. answer was that in my mind there were things that I needed to heal in my perception Mm -hmm. of myself. There were wounds Mm -hmm. that were there that I had not healed that chipped away at my self-esteem. Before I ever lost my hair, there were things that needed to be fixed. So if I was going to ever be able to be anybody's ball beauty queen of anything, I first had Mm -hmm. to go deeper inside and learn how to love the woman that I am, not just the way that I look, but who I really am inside and appreciate that woman. And that's really what the story is about. And so, you know, Mm -hmm. as I've journeyed through that, I ended up winning a pageant. Uh, Once I got over the hump, I ended up becoming an advocate for alopecia awareness and 
and realizing wow. that everything that God allows us to go through, it's it's for His glory. It's for His purpose. If you if you surrender mm-hmm. and you let Him use you, He will use it for His glory. And He's done that in my life. That's the miracle. That's the purpose. Um, and that's why I'm on the phone talking to you today because God willed it to be mm-hmm. so. And when I surrender to His will. Not mine, because if it be my will today, I'd be rocking a whole ponytail. <laughs> okay, uh, oh, down to the floor, right? <laughs> down to the floor. I would still love me some hair, my edges laid on, you know, my baby hair. <laughs> but it's not my call. It is not my call. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, I just yeah. have to be grateful and um, rock it out, and 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 the reward of being able to do that boldly. And to use this as a platform for God to use me has been a le- has created a legacy for my life, things that I could not have ever strategized or saw that, you know, it's like God is so, he's just awesome. He's an awesome, awesome Savior. He really and, is. Um, he is. A, mm, he is. He'll do it. He can fix it. He, he can fix it. Not right away, because it took eight years. I wore a wig okay. for eight years before I took off. You know, before I came outside bald and let the world see me for who I really was. So, again, it's the grace, it's the patience, it's the while you're becoming, right? And so, Mm -hmm. but now I'm in a position where I can feel comfortable in my skin and I can help Mm -hmm. other people feel comfortable in in theirs. So, what greater yeah. reward is that than that? Yeah, yeah. definitely. I love that. I love your story. Oh, the very oh. thing that was so devastating for you. Oh, yeah. And I, I yeah. tell you, I just got, I, I, I'm all choked up. You know, I'm, I'm the teary one. I'll cry first in a minute. But oh. it's the very thing. I'm a community crier. I'll cry with you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the very thing that devastated you is what God is yeah. using for his glory and what God is using through you to help other people. Because you already helped me. I, I tell you, your voice is so soothing, and I have, you know, I've seen your pictures, and you are beautiful, and just listening to you, you are beautiful inside and out, and that is a winning combination. I, I could listen to you forever, and I could just imagine how a class would be. You know, do you do master classes? <laughs> just a master class on self-esteem. You know what? I'm actually in the process of putting all of those pieces together, right? Wow. So it's like stay tuned definitely with the podcast and on my social media because all yeah. that God is showing me, it's like, it, you know, it's, he's showing me what, what's next, right? And, and I, I love it. I, can't, mm-hmm. I don't know which one of you were talking, but you were talking about self-esteem early in the conversation, right? And still mm-hmm. there being areas that you have to work on. Mm-hmm. And, and it made us yeah, think of like, yeah. Yeah, and I, it made me think, and me too, I'm 47 as well, and it's yeah. always, right, so that's the one thing I want people to know as well, is that is no place of arrival. It's not like, okay, we've arrived, I feel great, <laughs> story's over. Yeah. No, right, because it's always like something else that we have to come back to center, come back to the mm-hmm. truth that we know, because our humanness, you know, it's easy to love yourself when everything is going your way and you look the way you right. want to look and your money's right, you got a new outfit, got your hair did, toes done, nails, you know, you're fine. <laughs> but when you're going through and you don't have the money and you're like, I don't know when I'm going to get this hair done, I'm wearing the same right. clothes, it, it's, we fall back into those feelings and we have to, like, keep working on building ourselves up. Our life will take you through some 
new challenges. We got this COVID weight. I'm feeling some type yes. of way. Come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on. I ain't ready. I ain't ready for the summer, but it's here. Uh, see, see, now you're telling my story now. Shh. I mean, it's not a story, so I have to read my own book. I'll be like, okay, what I said about um, owning my house, <laughs> on today, I feel like, Lord, have mercy, Jesus. I hope I don't run into nobody looking the way I'm looking. <laughs> so it's a journey. It's totally a journey. <laughs> it is a journey. Uh, well, well um, before we turn it over to Ruth for our tip, can you tell our mm-hmm. listeners where – they can reach you. How can we get the book? Where, how can we find you on social media? I'm telling you, listeners, you're going to want this one for real. <laughs> I hope they do get it. It's definitely a fun read, um, you know, and it will definitely – the one thing I'll say about this book that women have told me, and men, mm-hmm. I love that too, when men are mm-hmm. like – I'm saying that book was real good. I I enjoyed that. That helped me too. <laughs> okay, brother, I love that. I love that, you know. But um it's it's one of those kind of things where you have to be ready, right? So you may the women have said I've read the book. I enjoyed your story. There was so much but I wasn't ready because there are those pain points, mm. right? Not everybody's in the season of healing. But then they then they might put it on the shelf. And when that time and that season comes in their life, they come back to it, and then they're ready to do the work, and they're ready to journal and say, okay, now, what did you ask me again? (laughs) (laughs) Be ready to do the work for yourself, you know. But they can Mm -hmm. definitely stay in contact with me. My website is sandradubose.com, which is S-A-N-D-R-A-D-U-B, as in beautiful, O-S-E dot com. Um, on social media, on Instagram and on Facebook and Twitter, it's Bald Beauty Queen, B-A-L-D, Beauty Queen. Um, so, yeah, look me up. I'm a motivational speaker. I speak nationally to women and to teens especially, um, just doing the work to really help other women see the beauty in them that's already there. Um, and this book will definitely help any person who is struggling with their self-esteem just to give you some tips and some encouragement on how you by yourself can overcome that and start to really love and appreciate the person that you are. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. Thank you so Beautiful. much. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Oh, my goodness. You're so welcome. Oh, <laughs> I, I was not um, paying attention to the time. Do we have time for the tip or, or, or we could just still talk, keep talking? Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> Ruth, it's, it's up. It's up to you, Ruth. What? Where? Where are you? What do you want to do? How long? Do you uh, we can. Uh, uh, it should be about two minutes. Oh, okay. Okay. Go, so, go for um, it. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Okay. So my quick tip tonight is how to write an outline. Um, I get a lot of questions from would-be authors on, you know, where do you start? What do I do? I have this great idea. I want to tell my story. What do I do? So I always recommend to start an outline. And if you guys even, you know, think back to grade school, you know, where you did just the basics of writing, outline was part of that. Um, And just to give you some really, you know, four quick tips on writing an outline, just in case you're like me and you don't remember what you did yesterday, much less, you know, English class from 30 years ago. 
Um, <laughs> you can start. Um, you know, unless you know your topic inside out, you know, if it's personal, you know, you, you can skip this one. But, you know, try to, you know, do some reconnaissance reading. You know, unless you know it inside out, try to think of new and interesting ways that you want to address your book. Because, again, you want to share something with your audience that, you know, perhaps someone else hasn't done before. You want to take it from a new angle. So um, just, you know, do some research, read, you know, what other people have done, and then decide where you want to go from there. Um, write down mm-hmm. your objective. What do you want your reader to understand by the time they get through with the book? What do you want them to know? What do you want them to walk away with? So mm-hmm. put some thought into that objective. See if you can put it down in one sentence. And then, you know, having that will help you stay focused on, you know, hmm. what you're writing. So create a list of main points that you want to make. Just make a list. And once you do that, you know, the last point is go ahead and organize it. Revise it, eliminate, do whatever you need to do to that list. You know, think about your objective. And then think about the points that you want to make. I usually try to break it down into chapters. Okay, first chapter, I want to do this. Second chapter, I want to do this. Mm. Um, but however you organize it, just think about, you know, the points you want to make. And, you know, from there you can shape it to however you want it to look. And that will be your roadmap so that when you, can, when you sit down to write your book, you'll have something to guide you. And then at that I point, like you just that. need to start writing. So, I like that, that word. Thank you. Yeah, it's good. Thank very good. Mm-hmm. Very good. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You're well, we indeed are out of time this evening. This is the fastest time during the whole week, it seems like. I'm telling you. And I tell you what, it has definitely gone by tonight. This has been a wonderful. I hope you listeners have enjoyed this as much as we do. Sometimes I think we have yes. more fun, but but I really <laughs> hope you got something out of this tonight. This has been wonderful, absolutely wonderful. But uh, um, uh, Ruth, do you have any closing remarks for tonight? I would just like to thank Sandra. For joining us, it has been an absolute pleasure, and I want to remind our listeners, if you have any questions, any comments, you need to get some information, or you have an idea for, you know, a a suggestion for a guest, you can email us at authorsup at gmail.com. Okay, and Victoria? Get the book, everybody. Uh, you will yes, not be disappointed. It. Get the book and do the work. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Get the book and do the work. Sandra, it has been a pleasure, I tell you. And I, I sometimes try to make little notes to jot things down to close out our mm-hmm. program and close out the things that I guess it's it. too many. Mm-hmm. I just yes. got too many. <laughs> just so many. <laughs> so many good they got hit, 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 they have to hit a replay. How about that? Hit I'm replay. telling you, so many nuggets <laughs> that you dropped on us tonight. Absolutely beautifully wow. said. Book is beautifully done. Uh, we just you. love everything about it. And as you get closer to the master class, Authors yes. Up is here. 
So we want uh, you to come back and tell us some more about it. You know, you we may be the first three attendees. Who knows? Exactly. <laughs> I, I, promise, <laughs> I promise I will. And thank you guys again so much for the opportunity thank to share. You. Continue to do what you do in supporting authors the way you are because we absolutely need it. There's so many wonderful stories out in the world. So thank you for giving us a platform yeah. to share ours. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for taking advantage of it, being with us tonight. And you know what, guys? You, we start the same way that we end, and we're going to end with sending some hearts up for uh, Sandra and all that she has done for us tonight to let her know that she is indeed loved and appreciated. <laughs> And Thank we you. are here every week, every Sunday night at 7 p.m. Until then, this is Andrea Hines with Victoria Henderson Poole and Ruth Griffin. And there's never a dull moment here at Authors Up. Up.